Hey everybody, welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen, and as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you for tuning in, downloading, streaming, however you checking my podcast. I appreciate it. Welcome. Um, I think I got a few more episodes left to do on my couch, and then I'm going to be moving on to uh, the little space I have at the Southern. I'm excited for that. Um yeah, I just got to buy my lights, and I should be good to go. So just a few more episodes here. Had a lot going on, and I didn't want to try to switch it up uh, while I had all this stuff going on. And I just need to save some money to uh, to get these lights, man. So a few more episodes, and I should be in my new space. Uh, for some reason, I got this weird feeling that I might not even be in that space for so long. But I know I got to get over there at, at some point in time, uh, and, and it's going to be soon. So I, I got my lights picked out. I just got to get them and uh, take my black ass down there and record. Uh, I'm really looking forward to using that space. Uh, yeah, so I'll jump right in, man. I got I got quite a bit to do today, and I'm, I'm running a little behind. But, uh, yeah, so for those who don't know, we have a 10-year-old son. His name is Miles, and I like to talk about the different things that are going on in his life. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's nothing. And uh, this week, for me, it's a big deal. Uh, he came home the other day. He had a little note saying that they wanted him to test for placement in seventh grade math because he was really good at math in elementary school. He showed an aptitude to uh, to do some more advanced math, and they're going to test him, and, and hopefully it works out. He was excited. I'm excited. And uh, I'm just I'm really proud of him. He's worked really hard. He likes math. And I, di- I just like to see his hard work paying off for him. He didn't really. That's what's so funny about him. It's like he's so smart. But like sometimes it's little things. He just go. I don't understand. But like, what does that mean? But you don't know what you don't know. So I had to explain to him like, hey, man, you're going to get to be ahead in math. You know, you'll be able to uh, you'll be able to start doing like college math when you're in high school. So when you finally go to college, if you decide to go, you won't have to do it the entire time. And I, I really, he really likes the idea of like advanced placement, uh, finishing things early. Uh, yeah, just the, I, he, he really likes the idea of being smart and things being complicated, but he can figure it out. Like he, he, he likes to impress himself. I, I will say that. He he likes he he loves math he loves figuring stuff out especially like if you tell him like hey man this is actually pretty hard for somebody your age he's like oh really it's pretty easy for me so it, uh, like math is uh it's a confidence building area for him and I'm very very proud of him and um I can't lie man I I got a little emotional I even asked my wife like hey can I can I sign this thing like I felt like I felt like a dad whose son is getting to play varsity. In, in middle school, like if you're in middle school and it's like, hey, man, you, you might be a sixth grader, but you, you got some potential and uh, we, we want to see you on the varsity team. I, I know it's only one grade ahead, but I'm just I'm just really excited about it uh, to the point where I did really start crying a little bit. I know y'all looking like for real over a mad thing. Yeah, man, that's my little dude. And for some reason, like the pictures of me. And him, when we lived in Ohio, popped in my head. I actually found one, and I, and I, and I posted it uh, of me holding him up. I mean, almost like this. 
He was almost the same size as this microphone. You know, he was just so tiny. And here he is, man, getting asked to do uh, advanced math. I mean, I remember watching him learn, trying to learn how to try to crawl, try to walk. Him going to speech therapy, you know, me worried about all this stuff that I, I thought was quote unquote wrong with them. You know, being afraid that he might be autistic or something like that. And it, it, even if that was the case, I, I, my wife told me and I learned we would have been fine. He would have been fine. We would have been able to get through it. Uh, but I, I was just so afraid of, you know, just like um, all the all the negative shit and bad shit that I did and said and laughed at was going to like come back and bite me in the ass. Like, you know, some type of karma thing. I don't even know what that is. What is this? What the fuck is this? No one told you to start that. Sorry about that. It's this fucking timer going off on Google. Nobody even said to do that. Um, yeah, I, I just got uh, I got pretty emotional about it. I'm really, really proud of it, man. We, we've come a long way. I know I have. Uh, just all the anxiety, the worry, shit. I was I was scared about. You know, um, I'm just, I'm just proud of my son, man. I'm, I'm really proud of him. He, uh, I mean, I, I can't believe it, man. Middle, I mean, uh, elementary school is is basically over. Today, today was his last full week. This Friday, yeah. Today's it was his last full week of uh, elementary school, and I just remember him dropping him off for kindergarten, and I, I remember as a parent then looking at the fourth and fifth graders, going like, man, those kids are huge. Like I can't imagine him being that big, and and here we are, here we are. He's uh he's he's done. That's crazy, man. My son is is finishing elementary school and going to middle school and getting asked to do some nerdy shit. And I'm really proud of him, and I'm super excited for him. So I want to give Miles a shout-out for being such a a great son, basically straight A's all year. Uh, And it's just nice to see that he's not really having the interpersonal issues that I was having. I mean, is he perfect? Absolutely not. I mean, can he work on his social skills? Absolutely. But he definitely was not the complete mess that I was. I mean, I was straight F's in everything when it came to uh, social relations. Yeah, so uh, I'm just I'm just really proud of him. Yeah. Now to <laughs> now to keep this thing of being proud of sons. Now here's somebody, son, <laughs> that that we're not proud of right now. Uh, I'm just gonna slide into this whole John ja Morant thing. So John ja Morant was on. Instagram live with another gun. He's been suspended from uh, team activities indefinitely. And it's just like, what does that really mean? It's, it's, it's the off season. That, that would be like if the, my, if the school told me uh, uh, after Wednesday, like, hey, man, you know, Miles, he, uh, he cheated on the test, and we're just going to go ahead and suspend him indefinitely for the summer. And, and I, I would just be like, what the fuck does that mean? I don't, I don't, okay. He wasn't coming anyway, but cool. We'll 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 take the suspension. Um, <sighs> few things here. I got. I want to. I got. I want to make sure I'm covering this how uh, in a somewhat uh, organized manner here. 
Um, I think it's funny. One, let me say this. I feel like John Morant gets gets whatever he deserves. They told this man, hey, you can't be doing this shit. It's not cool. You got a lot going on, man. Take a seat for a while. Think about what you got going on. Ask yourself, is it really worth throwing away your career over playing with guns on the Internet? I get that. He was told he's a grown-ass man. He's a professional. This is his job. That's his boss. Those are his bosses. Those are the people he works for. And he should adhere to whatever the conditions of his contracts are and do that. That's the adult. That's the responsible thing to do. That's what most people say should be done. Now, I just think it's kind of funny that all the people, all these anti-vaxxers, all these quote-unquote patriots, all these don't tell me what to do. Uh, It's my life. If I don't want to take the vaccine, I should be able to die if I want to. Fuck everybody else. This is me. Now, all of a sudden, these people... Same people, they, they, they supported Kyrie Irving. They were like, fuck the NBA. Don't take the vaccine. The NBA is bullshit. They shouldn't be able to tell you to do it. Even when it came to the military, these people were like, fuck that. These soldiers shouldn't have to get the vaccine. People quitting their own jobs, refusing it. All types of shit. Now, all of a sudden, a, a majority of those people, hey, man, he, he's got to obey the rules. He's got to do what they say. You know, what about the stockholders and and his endorsements? Man, any other time, those people do not give a fuck about what companies say or think. In those moments, look at, look at, um, what's what's her name? Um, What's her name? Uh, Gina Carano. A little different situation, but kind of the same deal. Hey, man, you got to stop tweeting this shit about Jewish people. You got to stop with this bullshit that you're tweeting. You got you to gotta stop with the anti-Semitic, bigoted tweets. She keeps doing it. She gets fired. And then the, those people, oh, man, she should be able to do what she want to do. What's that got to do with her job? She's not allowed to have an opinion. She was told several times, and people came to her defense. After she was told several times by her employer, hey, you can't be doing this type of shit. Oh, okay, if you want to continue that, guess what? You're no longer on this show. Where where are all these people that supporting John Morant? Where's the NRA? Where's the NRA? Where's the gun community? Y'all can support a Kyle Rittenhouse. Y'all can't support a John Morant. He didn't he didn't even kill anybody. He didn't even break the law. It, and and that's what's weird about this whole situation. On one hand, I really believe I I, I believe. John Morant, he should get he he will get what he deserves. He should be punished for what he did. He didn't he he's not listening to what they have to say. They told him what the rules and stipulations were. My question is, where are all these anti rules? Don't tell me what to do, people. They were so strong, they were so ferocious, they were so loud when it came to Kyrie Irving, when it came to the vaccine, when it comes to supporting other people with guns. I mean, a dude could walk into a classroom and kill 25 kids and people will still go, well, don't, don't touch my fucking guns, man. Hey, 
I'm talking about kids. And John Morant flashing a gun on Instagram while be it's it's stupid. But he's also he's twenty three. And nobody's really those those people aren't coming to his defense. Kyle Rittenhouse killed people. That's a whole different story, but I'm just saying. A situation that could have been avoided. And nobody wanted to talk about that. They just wanted to talk about how he was the victim and he was attacked and John Morant didn't he didn't he didn't shoot anybody. Now I'm hearing even with this latest incident where he's in his own car on his own property listening to music doing this. I mean, is it illegal to own a gun in the NBA? Somebody else brought up a great point on, on social media. Chris Kamen. There's pictures of him from 2012, 14, 16, whatever it is. Him with multiple guns, 12, 13, and 16. Multiple guns. Multiple guns. But now all of a sudden it's about the rules. It's about listening to your employer. We got to think about the investors. We have to think about uh, our image, how this is going to come across. We got to take all this shit into consideration. People looking up to him. He's a role model. He just has to do the right thing. What happened? Where was all this during the pandemic? Where was it? Doing the right thing, thinking about other people. Again, he didn't even do anything illegal. And I'm not saying everybody should have taken the vaccine. I'm just saying the hatred towards it, uh, people's bullheadedness and stubbornness, you know, their right to stand up. Where is it? Where where are you people to, to defend John Morant's right to bear arms? I mean, that's just been so big in this country for the last 10 years. Been one of the biggest stories. I've, I've talked about this on this podcast before. When it comes to young, rich, black dudes, all of a sudden, your rights, the laws, none of that shit matters. It's all about what you should do, the right thing. You got to think about other people. You got to be considerate. Again, where were all these people at during the pandemic? Where were they at? You want him to be thoughtful and, and think about other people and set aside his rights to bear arms, his right to do what he wants to do, his right to die. People are like, oh, the NBA needs to do to save his life. He's a grown-ass man. Why should he give up his rights for safety? Does that sound familiar? Politicians running around with AR-15 pins on all day. I know this is a lot a lot of whataboutism. I, I understand that. I just want people to see the, the double standard here. <coughs> they wanna they wanna blame the rap lyric. Oh, it's the lyrics of the songs. I, I hate hearing that. You think black people are stupid? And if you are black and you do that, oh it's the lyric you're all you're telling people is I think black people are stupid. And we can't listen to music because we're 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 we we are too influ- <coughs> we're too influenced. We get influenced way too easily. We can't handle words. They're, they're so quick to blame everything. So quick. 
It's NBA young boy's fault. It's this guy's fault. It's all on job. It's a grown ass man. If that dude wants to keep playing with guns, posting them on social media, flashing them on social media, and he loses out on his basketball career, that's all on him. That's all on him. Because to be honest, we still really haven't even seen all the best basketball players in the world. The NBA will go on just fine without Ja Morant. Just fine. Just fine without Ja Morant. If that's what he wants to do with his life, let that man play with guns. Let him find out where that leads him. Now, it's, it's, it's all on him. It really is. And again, I think what he's doing is extremely dumb. I, we've we've all done this shit, man. It's just like, if you if you got the money and you got all these dope guns and you want to listen to music and play with them shits, do that. But you don't have to put this shit on the internet. You don't. But again, he's still he's not doing anything wrong. Well, he's not doing anything illegal. I'll say that. He's not doing anything illegal. And it, it, it's just it's just funny to me how like all of a sudden when it when when that involves a young black man, things get different. Everybody else can do what they want to do. How they feel. What the what the letter of the law is, leave me alone. This is legal. Is this moral? Is this cool? Is this is is this really okay? That doesn't matter because it's 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 illegal. I can do what I want to do. It's my right. But when it's Ja, all of a sudden, hey man, there's a lot of other factors we need to take into consideration. I just uh, again, I think it's stupid. It's not what I would do. Uh, but it it is very very weird. I I I I am I do not like this thing of like trying to keep guns out of black dudes hands especially black dudes with money I, I i think it's very weird i think it's a point of i think they're just trying to really control pre- people with this um yeah i got i have a i have a lot of feelings about it i have a lot of feelings about it a lot i i i just don't like the idea of black dudes black men growing up with the idea of like them with a gun equals bad that's not the case that's not that's that's not the case at all, and it would be really really interesting to see what the baseball and the NHL policy is when it when it comes to guns. Because I, I think apparently you're supposed to re- report that you bought one. I I don't know. And then I saw another guy. Uh, he was talking about the, like just the gun culture, and and all this kind of stuff in the in the league. Uh, and then he started talking about uh. Young Dolph and how these rappers are getting killed and stuff, and I was like, I think you gotta be a little, be a little careful with that because because he, he was talking about clout chasing and and posting money on. I'm, I'm like, rappers and uh, athletes live completely different lives. Everybody knows, even if if ja, if Job ja Morant never posted any gun, any money, nothing, everybody knows what that man is worth. There, everybody knows that that dude signed basically a two hundred million dollar uh, extension. Every people know that shit. They don't. They don't have to see it to know he's a fucking NBA superstar. So whether he has guns or not, that man is still a fucking target. 
he he's still a target. I 100% understand why that motherfucker uh, is carrying guns. Because you don't want anybody to try you. Now, there, there is a way to, to go about it. This ain't it for me personally. But I also have to tell myself, hey, man, this kid, while, while it's being really dumb, what he's doing, he's really not breaking any laws and it's, it's, it's not illegal. I, I, just, I just think this, this is a fascinating uh, situation just to see the, the double standard uh, to which young black athletes are held and everybody else. So I, I think that's, uh, I think it's um, very eye-opening. Um, yeah. The, the NBA is weird, man. And uh, speaking of young men in the NBA, I just want to give a quick shout-out to uh, Victor Wimbun. I can't even say his last name. Wimby. Fuck it. I'll try it. Wimben. Wim. Ban Yama. Wim Ban Yama. There you go. Victor Wim Ban Yama. Or as uh, as we say, Wimby is likely to be the number one uh, draft pick next year. San Antonio won the NBA uh, lottery. Uh, if you don't know who he is, he's a seven foot five, nineteen year old prodigy out of France. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Tony Parker actually posted an old picture of Victor Wimby. Uh, I don't know how old he was because this motherfucker is so freakishly tall. But as a young kid, rocking his San Antonio uh, Spurs jersey, walking his, rocking his Parker jersey, and here we are, what, maybe seven, eight years later? Boom. Maybe even five. And maybe five or six years later. Possibly the number one draft pick for the San Antonio Spurs. And, you know, that franchise, man, I mean, to go from David Robinson to Tim Duncan to Victor Wimby, that's crazy, man. That is insane. That is like some Laker level type shit right there. And if 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 the if the track record runs true, if it stays the same, Victor Wim Wimbam Yama will be a San Antonio San Antonio Spur for maybe the next 20, 21 years. I, I, I wish that guy the best, man. I hope he stays healthy. Uh I hope he has a great career. Uh but I will say, I don't I you know what? Me saying it's anything isn't gonna jinx us, man. Me thinking I'm gonna jinx him is actually a pretty narcissistic thing. Uh I want him to stay healthy. I'm just worried like when is when are we gonna see a flop? You know, I, I'm just I'm just afraid that like the I'm just afraid that he might not be able to live up to the hype. Because uh, I, I hear people saying like, "Is this the most hype we've ever seen? Has the NBA ever hyped anybody like this?" To me, it's still hands down. It's LeBron James. I mean, he was he can't, he was known as the chosen one. They were like, yo, he's going to be the best basketball player the world has, the NBA, the world who has ever seen. And he's 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 done that. He's lived up to all of our expectations. Now, did it look exactly how we thought it would? You know, I'm pretty sure when he first came in the league, it was just like, oh, Cavaliers, hometown kid. He's going to win six or seven at Cleveland. It didn't work out that way. 
You know, there's a there's a couple uh, championships that he's got that there's some asterisks by that people don't approve of. But as far that aside, just as far as the hype coming into the league, I don't think it gets any bigger than LeBron James. I I, I don't. I I think it looks a little different because of social media now. But I don't I don't think anybody is and I could be wrong, but I don't think anybody is expecting Victor to come in and be better than LeBron James. I don't I don't see that happening. I mean I I don't know, man. I I I really feel like this man is going to struggle for the first couple of years. And now this is a very very short clip. I don't know the context of this game. I wish I could remember the kid's name. I want to say he played for like uh I think he is in the league now. He might play for the Suns, if I'm not mistaken. Can't be. I could be wrong. But this was a, a game where he's playing against a, a, another big man. This kid might have been 6'9", 6'10", but way beefier, way beef. Was it Kenny Lofton Jr.? Let me look at it real quick. Kenny Lofton. Yep, it, well, it is Kenny Lofton Jr. He plays for the Grizzlies. All right, let's get his stats real quick. Oh shit. He's only twenty. I mean he's only six six. G League rookie player of the year, G League first team twenty twenty three. Uh yeah, he's six foot six, two seventy five. And Victor is then we'll get up out of here. Where is Wimby? Let's get his Let's get his stats. Here we go. He's. Oh, this this is saying he's seven foot two. I don't know why I thought he was seven foot five. God, this motherfucker was born in 2004. Jesus Christ. Well, he's seven foot two and he's 229 pounds. So uh, Kenny Lofton had 50 pounds on him. And I got to say he was bodying this motherfucker, man. He just, I, I just from what I've seen in in the, some of the video. So now they're saying he's he's seven foot five, on ESPN. He's seven foot five. He's not seven two. This motherfucker's seven five, and about two hundred and thirty five pounds. Two thirty, yeah, two thirty eight, two thirty eight, seven foot five. Against somebody six six, almost he, this dude almost had a foot on him, and fifty pounds. But he had fifty pounds on Victor, and look, he was he was running through Victor, man. I gotta say, I, I, and I think with with the physicality of the NBA, they're gonna be there's gonna be motherfuckers looking to body this nigga immediately. So I I I, I really think that he's gonna struggle for the first couple of years. I just don't think he's gonna have that that physicality and toughness. Uh, coming into the league, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but just from that little bit of video I saw, again, like I said, I don't know the context of the game. It could have been something where he's like, "Look, I'm not really trying to get hurt playing this game. I don't have anything to prove." Because I was like, Kenny, Kenny was open. <laughs> Victor was kind of like, "Yeah." So I, I, I don't, I don't know uh, what that, what that was, what that game was, um, but. I also really like the name of this that team. He plays for the 
I don't know how to even pronounce this. The Beaujolais, Le Lavoy, Metropolitans. I don't know. Boulogne, Boulogne, Lavoy, Boulogne, Lavoy. I don't know. The but the Metropolitan ninety twos. I think the jerseys and shit look pretty. Look, looks pretty dope. Uh, yeah, man. That's uh, I'm 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 excited to see what happens. Uh, though. I, I am. I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, and like, and see, this is just another case in point. As much as I, I love Jabba Rant, I think he's one of the most exciting dudes to see in the, in, in the NBA. Just his, he's such a fucking freak athlete. Fucking freak, man. I, I love watching this dude play. I love watching him play. But I will also say the NBA will be fine if Jabba Rant never played another fucking game. Point blank period. That's, that's just... That's just life, man. That's that's just life. No matter how good you are, everything is going to go on and going to be just fine. As much as I would love to see Job Moran have a long, uh, prosperous career, if that nigga fucks his shit up and and, and loses and loses his career, or worse, it, it'll be tragic. But at the end of the day, the NBA will move on. <laughs> as far as his family and stuff, yeah, that's a different story. Because people are talking about, oh, protecting the league, this, that. The NBA will be fine. Because LeBron James is on his way out. I Look, I, I wanted them to win the championship, but they just lost game two to the Nuggets. It's, it's wild seeing LeBron James age and, and, and slow down. And uh, But, hey, every everybody has a time. Everybody has their season. And uh, the LeBron James era is, is coming to an end. Uh it would have been nice to see, you know, maybe Ja as the face of the league. We we don't know, but guess what? We got Victor Wimby coming right behind him. You got uh, what's his name, Scoot coming into the league, and we we still got a lot of great players in the NBA right now. Scoot Henderson. The the NBA the NBA is gonna be completely fine. So, but I I hope that in his personal life that Ja finds peace, finds out who he is, gets surrounds himself with the right pe- people. Um. He's doing dumb shit. Is it illegal? No. Should he pay for what he's doing? Yes. Now, I got some shows coming up. June 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, I'll be working with Neil Brennan. The first will be at the Howard Theater in D.C. June 2nd, two shows, 7 and nine or 7.30 and 9. Can't remember. 7 and 9, uh, Kennedy Center, Neil Brennan, and June 3rd, I'll be at the Baltimore Soundstage, and I want to say also 7 and 9 or 7 and 9.30. You know, I could just look it up. I could just look it up. It's right here. It is right here. Howard Theater, 7 o'clock, um, June 2nd, Kennedy Center, 7 and 9, Baltimore. Oh, shit, I got two shows at night. I didn't know that. So Baltimore Soundstage is 7.30 and 9.30. And then we'll be in Atlanta, Variety Playhouse, one show. 7 o'clock, June 15th. There's a show. That's the show. I'm out. Peace. Don't forget to follow me on all things social media at Chris Allen.